Hello, you. Stephen Megling here, and welcome to The Business of Being, the podcast about the inner work of success. Thanks for tuning in. I've spent my professional career communicating with people, specifically getting people to buy my clients' products and services. I've done this as a branding expert, marketing strategist, copywriter, and sales consultant. I've learned so much in my 25 years as a professional communicator, like what people really buy when they buy anything. Hint, it's not the product. It's a feeling. I also had a front row seat to the digital marketing revolution. It used to be that only people like me who worked at fancy ad agencies were marketers. Now everyone is a marketer, including you. There's a psychology to mass persuasion. Great marketers know how to get people to pay attention and then pay for the product. But those laws of human persuasion in mass marketing are child's play compared to the nuance, subtleties, and rules of engagement when connecting with people one-to-one or in small groups. Do you think what's driving your business meeting or conversation is just the exchange of words alone? Then think again, my friend. Scientists agree that 90 to 95% of all communication is nonverbal. In every conversation, there's this invisible stream of energy that passes between you and your audience. In conversations, just imagine this invisible red basketball that's being passed between you and your audience. And that basketball could be the topic of the meeting. It could be the agenda. You say something and pass the red basketball to the other person. She takes the ball, she dribbles it, then passes it back to you. And eventually, somebody scores a point with that red basketball, And if it's a good meeting, like a good game, the basketball keeps getting passed around over and over again. That is literally all meetings and conversations, at least how they should go. But if you're like the rest of us, many of our meetings and conversations don't go according to plan. Our audience takes that red basketball that we pass to them and throws it out of bounds. Or you're too nervous to go there with somebody and have that deep conversation so you never take the shot. You have this red basketball in your hands, but it's not doing you any good. You need to find ways to get the people that you're speaking with to participate, to dribble that ball and pass the red basketball back around again. That's what makes for what I call a connected conversation. So over the next several episodes, I want to show you how to keep that red basketball moving when you're speaking with people in business settings. That red basketball is your effective energy. It represents the outcome of what you want from that meeting or that business conversation. Like having someone say yes to your idea or agreeing to the deal or even helping a stubborn colleague or employee see the light of how their actions aren't serving themselves, you, the company, your mission, and they're open to change. In every business conversation, there are these invisible dynamics at work. I'm going to show you how to see those invisible dynamics, what to look for, how to make those dynamics work for you. Once you see the red basketball in the room, you won't ever miss it again. In business, we often talk about crucial conversations, difficult conversations, tough conversations, but I think we need to be talking more and more about connected conversations. Connected conversations are when you're passing that red basketball back and forth to your audience. They get their turn at the basketball. They pass it back to you. Somebody shoots and scores, and the conversation continues. 
Connected conversations flow because you and your audience are connected. And yet, for most of us, we avoid certain conversations because the topic is tough or the person we need to speak with is a tough customer. Or we don't speak up because we don't trust the people that we're speaking with. Or we need to ask for what we want, whether it's a raise, the deal, approval on our ideas. But we put those conversations off because we don't think we have what it takes to make those conversations connected. So while Sir Isaac and I are taking some time off from our normal The Business of Being show, I want to take you behind the scenes on what's really happening when you're in a meeting or having a business conversation. I want to show you the laws of how to get people to pay attention to you, to trust you, to open up to you, and to want to participate with you in your agenda. So I want to be clear. I'm not talking about manipulation. We don't do manipulation here at Band of Misfits. We are a win-win-win kind of company. But I am talking about persuasion. Not in some gross, malicious way. I'm talking about persuasion from its original meaning. To use your voice to bring people to a new place. And isn't that what you want from your meetings and conversations? To take your audience from here to there? to see your point of view, to appreciate your contributions, to agree to a positive outcome or solution, or simply to ensure that your healthy boundaries are being honored. But persuasion is only one tool that you're going to learn in this special mini-series. I'm going to teach you some other skills so that when you talk with people, they listen, and they're motivated to respond well to what you're sharing. Like this skill, observation. Remember that red basketball I told you is always in the air during a meeting or a conversation? I'm going to show you how to see that basketball by learning to observe things like the micro-expressions and subtleties of our body language. So remember that statistic about how 90 to 95% of all communication is nonverbal? So typically when I'm meeting with somebody and I'm having a connected conversation, I'm spending like 80% of my time studying their body language and mannerisms in that conversation, and about 20% of my focus is on what's being said to me. So why would that be? Why would I spend 80% of my time studying body language and mannerisms, and only about 20% of my time focused on actual words? The reason is, is because humans rarely reveal how they feel, especially in business. So I'm going to teach you what to look for when communicating with people, so you know what they may be thinking or feeling. And you can help keep that big red basketball moving and not getting stuck or (laughs) somebody in the meeting wanting to take that basketball and like jam a knife in it and pop it. So I want to be clear again. This special mini series called Connected Conversations is not about manipulation, malice, or preying on other people's emotions and insecurities. You can find plenty of dirtbags out there who teach the dark arts somewhere else. What I want to do is I want you to be strong and effective when you meet those dirtbags and toxic people in business because they're out there. I'm going to show you what to do when you realize that the person that you're talking to may not have your best interest at heart. That way you can protect yourself and you don't get eaten alive by assholes. Now, I may know you or I may not know you yet, but I'm going to go out on a limb and suggest that you're a good and decent person and that when you meet with people, You want what's best for you and your audience. 
That's why I want to teach you these skills for resonating with others. My mentor, Frank, taught me the power of resonance years ago, which simply means to align with what the other person is feeling so that the person feels safe around you and more comfortable expressing their true feelings and thoughts and being more open to what you have to say. So over these next episodes, I'm going to teach you also perhaps the most vital skill to keep that red basketball moving when you communicate with people. And that skill is how to be a great guide in conversations. Every conversation has a goal. There's an end point. And when you're leading conversations, it seems easy enough, right? You just tell the person or the audience what you want. You debate it, make a decision, you move on. And yet, if you've ever had a conversation go sideways, you know it's not always that simple. There are saboteurs who like to derail you in a business meeting or a presentation. There are hidden agendas that you're not aware of until maybe later. Or perhaps maybe you've had a, you know, what you thought was a great meeting or a conversation. Everybody was on the same page. The outcome is clear. Yet, you feel like you're back to square one by the next day or the next week. It's like, what the hell happened here? I thought we were all in agreement. I'm going to show you what happened and how to be a master guide for any conversation so you can guide your audience to the promised land, even when saboteurs, passive-aggressive people, and others want to derail your mission. So if there are some conversations you put off having because you don't feel confident that you can achieve your desired outcome or you don't even know how to broach the subject, or if there are certain topics like money that make you all tongue-tied, then join me as we go all in on having better, more connected conversations in this special mini-series on the business of being. Now, I mentioned that I'm a veteran marketer. I've done mass persuasion for over two decades, but I struggled for years to be effective in business meetings and conversations. I was a straight-up wallflower introvert. Most of the time, I kept my mouth shut because every time I spoke, I got the opposite response of what I was looking for. I shied away from so many different types of conversations because I believed that all I would do if I brought the topic up is make things worse. Certain people knew how to press my buttons. And even though I aim to be a calm, centered person today, I'm used to being like that Smashing Pumpkins song. Despite all my rage, I'm still just a rat in a cage. So often, back in the day, I'd explode in a meeting. I'd say stupid things. I'd just make everything worse. But I learned years ago how to center myself before important meetings so I could turn the volume down on that negative self-talk. I could focus on the outcome, and I could be effective when I communicated. So if you get tongue-tied, identify as an introverted slash shy person, you avoid certain topics and people because you think you're going to break out in hives, this is the mini-series for you. I'm going to show you how to center yourself before important meetings and conversations so you're at your peak state. I'm also going to show you how to de-stress meetings. Haven't you noticed there's this moment in a challenging meeting where you can kind of feel the heat in the room being turned up? The greatest communicators of all time were magical in their ability to change the energy of the room. I'm going to teach you their secrets so you can keep your meeting and conversations civil and goal-focused. 
And if you're somebody who comes into conversations, guns a-blazing, dominating the room, a real bull in a china shop, I'm going to invite you in this mini-series to learn new skills for what I call connected conversations. Because that's the ticket to having the kind of business lives that we want, having connected conversations with people. The kind of conversations where you and your audience are participating together. There's this healthy back and forth as that red basketball bounces from you to the other people and back to you again. So join us for Connected Conversations, a special mini-series of event available on the Business of Being podcast starting January 17th, wherever you get your podcasts. Once you see the red basketball in the room, you can't unsee it. And to have connected conversations, you need to learn how to be in control of that basketball. So subscribe to this show, The Business of Being, and don't miss another episode. Our first masterclass on connected conversations premieres January 17th. Tell a friend and get ready to learn how to have connected conversations. I will see you then. The Business of Being is a podcast about the inner work of success. The show's executive producer is me, Sir Isaac Smith. The podcast is a production of Band of Misfits, a coaching and consulting company for leaders who want to win without running themselves into the ground. Learn more at welcomemisfit.com.